0: Welcome to People Behind the Business, episode 25, a show for small businesses with small teams and huge ambitions. I'm your host, Rosemary Richings. I wanted to do an episode about pitching websites and businesses because I am largely looking at this from the point of view of both the person receiving the pitch and the person doing the pitching. So, if you're looking into getting more press attention, or even if you just want to attract more clients and customers and do that through some cold and warm pitching, you'll find this quick set of tips really helpful. A little side note about it, uh, in the spirit of transparency, uh, the clip you are about to hear was originally a Facebook Live I did in the summer of 2018 over on the patio, which explains the background noises. Don't worry, they're not too major. Anyways, so if you are thinking of uh, getting more press in the future, this will help you increase your chances of success. The reason why I was eager to do this live was because I have been getting a lot of really bad pitches lately. Um, like, I'm not even kidding. Um, I had some guy, for instance, I'm going to give you a very specific example. I had someone, uh, reach out to me and say that they had an idea for a blog post that was perfect for my audience and my blog and the said that they were willing to pay an admin fee for it but didn't say why exactly it is a great fit even though they were willing to pay for it you know that's always cool and all but uh the big problem was i didn't know if as a result of that i would be getting really really crappy writing um, Or maybe it'd be great writing. Uh, I don't know this person. I haven't read their work. They gave me no access to a website whatsoever. And I think that's a really suitable introduction to uh, what really doesn't work when it comes to a pitch for, like, a blog post or a guest appearance on something like a podcast um, or a product or service offering. So... What does work anyways? All right. So the first thing I find always is the most important first step is forming some kind of relationship with the person that you want to pitch, whether it be direct, like... You follow them for a while and start commenting on their posts and leaving comments and being specific about what you like, and uh, engaging with their contents, or it's meeting them in person, like somewhere like a co-working space or a networking event, or something like that. Or of course, there's the indirect one where you get an intro from someone else who, like, is familiar with your work. Uh, and knows a guy or a girl who would be a really good fit for what you're all about. Um, And, of course, mention that intro, but I personally would recommend a mix of all of the above. Because, I mean, as someone who has been both the one doing the pitch and someone who has been the one who has received the pitches, um, I know that the one thing that can be a big bonus is if it's clear you're at the very least a subscriber, you're at the very least um someone who follows them on like Facebook or whatever, um and they know about it, uh that is really important because uh, you know, the thing is, even though some of these sites and etc uh even though some of them pay well uh of them do um it's safe to assume to that uh there's a smaller team uh (laughs) that there's a smaller team no matter how well paid or not well paid they are um and that they probably have a lot of submissions to review and they don't have time to give you a big in-depth intro to what they're all about so i think the one thing you need to keep in mind with that is that uh people really just want to feel the sense of reassurance that they don't have to give you a lot of hand-holding they don't have to explain everything in depth so that's where this relationship uh element before you pitch is just so important uh And I recommend doing a combination of all of the above I've mentioned so far, in between like following them online and subscribing to their stuff. And uh, if possible, meet them in person. But you know, you don't technically have to. Um, All right. So once you get through the relationship thing uh, for pitching, um, then you can start thinking about your angle so all right the thing is no matter what it is you're pitching um chances are there has been another guy or girl that has has wanted to talk about something very similar so uh, you need to put your journalist cap on in this case and think uh what is your angle How is your take on that subject matter different than somebody else's? What's the story? Uh, That's where I often find putting a personal angle on it is really good. Um, Like finding something relevant that is a direct connection to it. Like if somehow my personal life has been somehow associated with it, for example, um, and then you need, uh, remember how I mentioned earlier about, uh, making some sort of direct connection with the person you're gonna, you're gonna pitch and, uh, starting to actively engage with the content. This is what can really pay off. You need to include something in there that says that, uh, you are someone that has read their articles you need specific examples you need to look at their website you need to directly quote things and say what you think and um the one way this is different if it's like a product or service offering uh is find some way to figure out the solution And don't make it just like a copy and paste solution for everyone. Um, Make it sort of like, I can help you do this. I noticed there was some gap in some aspect of what you're putting out there. And if you ever need me for this, uh, this is what I do. So, um, I mean, to some extent, that can be used with... uh, podcast and blog pitches because um of course the blogger wants to know what's in it for them but the big difference would be that uh you would have to focus for blog and podcast uh pitches on rather than like how you can directly help them on the result like if you have a similar audience or um If you're offering something really cool that you can link them to like some resource or something, or you have a take on things that might interest the readers, then that's the next important thing to mention. Okay. And then there is the matter of credibility. So they need to know that you're not just, um, someone who's copying and pasting things in their basement. (laughs) so really uh you you need to mention anything that in terms of this individual specifically would put a credibility stamp on you like the immediate example i think of is like content marketers for instance um occasionally i'll talk to people at agencies over um email and uh the one thing that really helps me personally is when I mention that I've been published on places like uh, Buffer or like Search Engine Journal. Anything you can do to find some sort of something that makes you credible or even just a first, even if you don't have that credibility stamp, just something that uh, that's a firsthand personal experience can be A really important contribution okay and then there's the element of personalization so in terms of the element of personalization it's the straightforward sort of like dear and then first name not sir madam not miss not mister not someone who is whoever is the founder or marketing person I get that shit all the time, and that is an instant delete because it proves that very likely this person has sent out uh, the same message to hundreds of other people and uh, hasn't bothered to figure out what those companies even want, and that is an instant delete. But um, you also need that personalization element, also in terms of getting their attention and proving that you have been paying attention i mean it can be small things like something you have in common um or it can be big things like congratulations on your your business anniversary or whatever it may be just start to pay attention to what they're posting about and what's important to them that's where uh social media platforms can be a really good tool or if you get the chance to talk to them in person can be a really good tool, anything you can do to prove that you've been paying attention or even just mentioning that you know someone in common. All right, and then the last point I wanted to mention was uh ideas. all right, so the one the biggest mistake I get all the time is uh that people will reach out to me and they'll be like, oh, I'd, I'd love to be on your podcast or I'd, I'd love to guest post for your blog. And um, then they mention uh, the element of uh, fig- figuring out ideas. Yeah, right. So um, yeah, so that is my last point. Do not reach out to someone who uh, you have been, thinking of pitching to and expect them to do the work of figuring out what you should write about if like your your website especially if your website isn't immediately obvious um if your website isn't immediately obvious or even if it isn't um it's safe to assume that this person would uh, have uh really just uh had plenty of other emails that that day like bloggers and podcasters and people who own companies they're freaking busy people they get a lot of emails so they're not going to do the work for you and handhold you and figure out what you should write about so do not write that email until you have a really specific idea do your research that is what The one thing I hope you take away from this, do your research, do not make them choose for you. Do not make them choose ideas. Do not make them have to hunt around a hell of a lot to uh, find what you're all about. Tell them exactly what you can do, how you can help, then come with a really specific idea, And use all that amazing research to basically say, this is my idea. This is what I do. This is how I can help you. And just you. But I totally get it. You might still need a little bit of guidance. Because reaching out to someone by email for the very first time, and trying to land that really good guest post or appearance on a podcast, it can feel very overwhelming, especially when you're not used to it. So, I am going to recommend a blog post I wrote a while back that will be a really, really helpful resource. Uh, late after you're done listening to this episode, uh, go on over to rosemaryrichings.com slash podcast, and I will link back to it. So basically the gist of this blog post is following. Well, um, as someone who has got a ton of email pitches in the past, I took the time to put together a guide to what makes a pitch really bad by using some real-life examples with, of course, the names and information left out, but it dissects those emails and why they eventually went to the trash holder. And with that, I hope that you can learn what not to do so that you can make the right choices. So I'll mention that show notes link once again. That is rosemaryrichings.com slash podcast. And uh, normally that goes live around the same time as the episode. So you, that will have a link to the podcast, t- sorry, to the blog post I am referring to thanks so much for tuning in if you like what you heard and you would like to keep up to date on future episodes hit the subscribe button on your podcast listening device and I also have an active newsletter for podcast updates and etc And the link for that is available in the show notes if you'd like to opt into that. And of course, tell all your friends and I'll see you soon on future episodes.